Hello and welcome to the Real Life Real Talk Podcast. I am your host, William Carr. In the previous episode of Becoming a Better You from the Inside Out, I talked about sometimes it becomes necessary to change. Change is inevitable and there should be a willingness to change if we are to grow. I mentioned how I had identified my core values and started to rely on them even more as I started to mature. My core values are not just words. They assist me in making critical decisions. In fact, they assist me in making all my decisions, critical or not. My core values are not just words. They are words with power. This is a perfect segue to introduce the topic of my conversation for today, the power of words. Here are a few quotes from unknown authors. Your words have power. Speak words that are kind, loving, positive, uplifting, encouraging, and life-giving. Be careful with your words. Once they are said, they can only be forgiven, not forgotten. If we choose the words we speak and believe, we can change our lives. One kind word can change someone's day. I will illustrate the power of words with this analogy. I had this amazing thought of being a farmer. This idea came from the fact that farmers plant seed and grow things. I had an experience in planting a garden and understood to some extent what it means to be a farmer. However, my experience was not remotely similar to those who plant acres and acres of farmland. There is one basic principle which remains the same, whether it is a small garden or a large farm. The farmer must know the value of farming. They must be familiar with the weaknesses and strengths of their livelihood. Other traits a farmer must have are being a smart worker and a hard worker. They can be independent, but know how to work with others. Farmers must be builders, entrepreneurs, achievers, and a salesperson. They must know the habits of his plants and learn to communicate with them. As I understand farming, there are a few must-have. You must have seeds. You must have fertile soil. You must have time and patience. You must have an expectation and the belief that you will have reap a harvest. Of all the basic things I learned about farming, it does not matter what kind of seeds they are that you plant, they must grow. If I hold seeds in my hand, the possibility of, possibility of them growing is highly unlikely. If the seeds are placed on a concrete drive or any surface that is not conducive to nurturing, growth would not be possible. An important lesson for a farmer should never forget is to replant seeds from the harvest they receive. If they fail to replant seeds, there will be no harvest for the next season. The moral of this story is, 
Have you considered our words are like seeds and a similar process occurs when we speak, plant our words in the lives of others? Our words are what I like to call word seeds. In the beginning, when the Creator made plants, trees, all kinds of herbs, there was a seed created in like kind. Whether seeds, whatever seeds you plant, that seed will produce exactly what is created to produce. As an example, if you plant an orange seed, the seed will produce oranges and oranges only. You will not get grapefruits or pecans or apples, not even tangerines, just oranges. When we plant word seeds of discontentment, malice, hatred, anger, unhappiness, falsehood, and disapproval into the fertile soil of the spirits of individuals, the results will be a harvest of the same. You cannot change the process once the word seed has been spoken or planted. Another quote. Words are seed that do more than blow around. They land in our hearts and not the ground. Be careful what you plant and care what you say. You may have to eat what you planted one day. There is an expectation that occurs when a farmer plants seed. They are expecting a harvest. Let us think of planting an apple seed. From this seed, the expectation it will produce an apple tree. And from the tree, more apples and ultimately an apple orchard. Using this theory, can you imagine what would happen to a person if one or more negative word seeds was planted in their life? Can you imagine what can happen if that person decided to become a farmer and planted all the negative words that was cultivated in their lives into the lives of others? Can you imagine the lives of our children if the process was repeated continuously? Did you know it is happening? And it is happening right now. Now, there are times when nutrients and additives are used to amend the soil to make it ready to receive seeds. Most nutrients that are used can improve the spirit and provide a safe and caring environment. We need people in our lives that can add value through encouraging words, which will aid our growth. Once the soil is amended, it is important to know we need a, to plant a bounty of seed so we can have a bountiful harvest. Words have the power to both destroy and heal. When words are both true and kind, they can change our words. Another anonymous quote. For by thy words thou be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. That's from Matthews 12 and 37. There are many kinds of words. Let me give you a few. Words of spirit and life. Words of eternal life. 
words of confirmation, lying words, words of exaltation, enticing words, flattering words, sound of words, words of truth, and words of deception. There are two words I will place emphasis on to assist in our understanding of becoming a better you from the inside out. The first word is forgiveness. Forgiveness is a word seed that when planted, it benefits the planter and anyone who reaps from the harvest. Imagine walking around with an unnecessary 100 pound pack on your back. The contents of the backpack is dirt, trash, garbage, and useless items. This is a sack you do not need. The weight will eventually wear you down physically and emotionally. If you do not forgive, it's like having a 100-pound backpack on your back. When seeking to forgive, you must leave the past behind through words of forgiveness. Forgiving words are words with power to empower. According to Steve Maribali in his writing, Unapologetically You, Reflections on Life and the Human Experience, he writes, unless you let go, unless you forgive yourself, unless you forgive the situation, unless you realize that the situation is over, you cannot move forward. Forgiveness helps you heal from the inside out. Holding on makes you bitter and allows your peace to escape you. Forgiveness enables you to start focusing on your energies to other areas of your life. And that's according to Kim Eagle, a therapist in San Diego, California. Forgiveness helps reduce stress according to research from 2016 Trusted Source. Less stress can have positive health outcomes, including lower blood pressure, reduced anxiety, better sleep, improved self-esteem. Forgiveness may also allow you to let go of unhealthy anger, which can contribute to stress, muscle tensions, heart problems, Decrease immune function. In general, forgiveness has an overall positive impact on emotional health, well-being, and empathy for others. It can also lead to more fulfilling relationships, including the one you have with yourself. Forgiveness is an inside job. Forgiveness is a matter of letting go and letting God. Choosing to forgive will allow you to let those memories go. If you do not forgive others, you will not be forgiven for your wrongdoings. And that is scripture. Forgiveness begins and ends with you. Ejel explains, you can forgive regardless of your situation with other parties. The second word I will introduce and emphasize is a word I created. The word is rapport, and it is spelled R-A-P-P-O-O-R-H. 
The H is silent. It is in the acronym that expresses its meaning. The R stands for repetition. A is action. The first P is perfect. Second P is practice. The first O is over. The second O is over. The R is reinforced. And the H is habit. And again, the H is not pronounced. It is silent. By repeating an action with perfect practice over and over, real reinforced habits. Rapport is one of the ways we learn. We will repeat an action, whether that action is good or bad, and we perfectly practice it over and over. We will reinforce that action, and it becomes a habit, whether it is good or bad. In becoming a better you from the inside out, a covenant partner can help you remain focused and committed. My covenant partner is one who can speak words and the words come into existence. Here is the covenant I have with the creator, my covenant partner. This covenant is being brought to the highest authority the one who owns all the earth and its fullness. Father, your word says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, I shall make my request known to you. I am thankful that I can come boldly to the throne of grace and be confident that I am heard. For if I ask anything according to your will, you will hear me and whatever I ask, I know that I have the petition that I have asked. Father, I believe in your laws and of sowing and reaping. I expect a good and bountiful harvest because as long as the earth endures, seed time and harvest will never cease. Your word says you will bless us in all our harvest and in all the work of our hands and our joy will be complete. Father, I confess my attitude and actions in accordance with being a good student over my words has not been what they should be. I have sinned in the area of being a good steward and everything that belongs to you. Lord, open my mind to hear and receive the truth concerning your words. Help me realize it is your will that I prosper and be in good health. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I surrender this day to you. Help me to be a good steward of your creation that flows into my hands. I will freely give to the works of the kingdom so the gospel can go out and bring others to your goodness of salvation and healing. This is our podcast for now. Remember, our words has the power to change situations and people. As we use words, let's keep it.